It fucking happened again. It happened. <laughs> I love how he acted. It like. happened again. <laughs> so I mic like a stand. <clears throat> I go and sit in my car this morning. All right, and I've, I'm already having a bad day. It's a bad time. Yeah, it's a bad time for my car. It's a bad time for me. Okay. I go to sit down in my car. I don't want to say anything. I don't want you to yell at me again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I go and sit down. My seat's moved up. My seat has moved all the way the fuck up. And last Did you just not lock your car when you no, come in? No, I didn't last night. And it's because uh, like I, I got out of my car and I saw some steam coming out from underneath my hood. And that's when I realized, oh, like my car can't hold coolant. It's mm-hmm. overheating tight. So I like was checking it out. And I just forgot to lock my car. Just pissed off, went inside. And uh, yeah, so now it, it's translated. Now it's more. It's not just he did, my seat was moved up. Yeah. This time, every single mirror in my car was moved. Hmm. So it's like he pulled the seat up, Yeah. then moved the rear view mirror. It's probably a kid. Yeah. That's what it sounds like It was like someone a lot smaller than me. That's yeah. what it sounds like to me as a kid. So you don't think it might be Big Baby? I don't think it's Big, Big Baby. baby is- we explored... The big baby and the Mr. Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. And also, I, big I've, baby is equivalently sized to you. Yeah. So he wouldn't have to move my. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I think it's a kid. There is a kid in this neighborhood I call Old Moon Pie. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. He has a ridiculous name. Um, he came up one time trying to. He like is human sir. Would you like to do some yard work? I'm just like no, get out of here. And he was like, my name is like Jennifer Jusipress or something. It was like <laughs> Jennifer Jusipress. It, it was a horrible name. But his face, completely flat, wide as hell. He's a ginger. So I call him Moon Pie. Damn. Because like, he's just a Moon Pie face. And he's always up to no good. Like, he's always okay, walking okay. up and down the street. Now, he, I was, that's been, I've lived here for about four years. So, like, he's grown up. I see him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works at Kroger sometimes. Yeah, and, Moon like, Pie. Moon Pie is like. Just a chunky monkey. He and is. He is, and he is, he is out here to play, probably play with your windows. That's messed up, man. That reminds me, there was a there was a guy who has since passed, so RIP, but we, he, we called him the Cookie Monster because yeah. he always Co- wore RIP. a Cookie Monster t-shirt. And he was a very large fella. I mean, yeah. he was tall. He was, he was rotund. Was, yeah, he was probably, he was, yeah, he was... Uh, he was 450 close yeah, to 500 easy yeah mm-hmm. four bills easy bill easy four easy, bills easy four bills easy and four. uh probably about six two and we called him cookie monster but there was also another kid who lived in the the same area that he did who was short but also quite round and he had red hair so Would we you call him a short round was it kroger matt no it, but since we already had a big guy called cookie monster we called him the ginger snap <laughs> the ginger snap yeah the ginger snap that's uh, I I bet the person that goes into Blake's car is treating it like a spaceship. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. how I felt. Yeah, I was like, they had to just like, why would you move the mirrors, right? If yeah. we if we cut out the obvious that this is someone who knows me and deliberately checks my car to see if it's locked every night, and the second <laughs> yeah. I fuck up, they're like, I'm gonna fuck Blake's world up, and they just move the seat up and move my window. My, my fucking, I'm, I'm gonna be a nuisance. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna fuck his life up, right? So, barring a mild that, inconvenience. Barring that, it's got to be like a kid sitting down and no, being like, "Hold up, hold on." Tarja said it's a mild. Inc- that is like a ten foot hurdle, to Blake. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, "Fuck I mean, my shit up, <laughs> damn it!" <laughs> Might as well get back in the fucking bed. Yeah, like, I, the seats moved, windows. I gotta <laughs> bend down and grab my lever. I gotta reach I over to my little side fucking, console finally, and get my like, side windows. Like I finally do turn the car on and like Delilah comes on and I'm like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> 
Are you, you serious? When like, do you oh, listen yeah. to the radio? I mean, every now and again, I listen to the radio. You don't use your phone? I mean, I usually do, but sometimes like the phone be cooking, mm-hmm. but the radio is on while the phone's cooking. You about to play some 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 bops? Yeah, okay. Yeah. There was a redhead dude in middle school that might be the guy you you called Ginger Snap. Yeah. That I called Titties. <laughs> you, you see your people. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Because <laughs> one time in middle school, he was running down the hallway, and uh, this very small, thin kid was just like, God damn, Titties! Because like, his breasts were fucking swinging. Like, swinging, dude. Like, easily double Ds. And ever since then, I just called him Titties, because I just remember that moment. Well, it's nice to know that if we were to meet today, and I called him Ginger Snap out of just force of habit. And I said, hey, Titty! He probably wouldn't be that upset. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's had worse. Yeah. <laughs> and he's disrespectful. For he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps. I am your host, Blake Weatherly. Join me by... William. As always, join me by... <laughs> thank you. Join me by... Yeah, thank, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. And as always, join me by. At the top of the show, I invite you to follow Thank us you. on social. At the top of the show, I invite you to follow us on social media on Twitter at TapSnapsPC, on Instagram at TapSnapsPodcast, and on Facebook at TapSnaps3. Check out the exclusive content on patreon.com slash TapSnaps. Yeah. Uh, King shout out. We ready? Oh, shit. Let's go. First King shout out is going out to my boy Cody. Cody's been promoting a lot of comedy events up in northern Atlanta. Nice. Um, I just just promoting the community, trying to bring different ways of going to see comedy shows, experience comedy shows, things like that. A lot of Hell interesting yeah. stuff. Man, and big uh, shout out to Cody also for our random conversations that we have on Facebook about Mickey Rourke. Oh, Cody loves Mickey Rourke. He'll always be sliding in my DMs about Mickey Rourke, and it's always a highlight. Mm. He's got the best Rourke gifts out there. His Rourke gift game. Oh, untouchable, un, un, yeah, un, un, unflappable, <laughs> impeccable, unstoppable, unfathomable. <laughs> I can't hardly fathom. Anyway, Blake, go ahead. Anyway, anyway, so a big shout out to that king. Um, let's see. Next king shout outs going over to uh, my boy over at the Just Conversation podcast. Want to give a big shout out over to them, Jack. Uh, Jack yeah, I was about to say Jack's doing big things. Uh, he's got a lot of interesting content going up. Um, just big king shout out to him. Arjun, oh, Jack has, always messages me on messages me on Instagram and yeah. asked me to send things to you. And then I talked to always, him a week later. Yeah, <laughs> on Facebook, and I always forget to forward you the things that he's saying. First world social media problems. Yeah. That's all yeah. that is. But uh, also. Big shout out over to Arjun doing really big things with uh, the Deep into History podcast. Um, really excited for him. Really excited for what he's got in the works. Uh, really, he just uh, released his first uh, versus series. And uh, just as a quick aside, one of the really cool things about Deep into History, as opposed to other history podcasts uh, available, is that Arjun has a very unique way of telling the story from a first person point of view. Uh, basically, like for instance, doing a uh, story on Julius Caesar and telling the story from the perspective of Julius Caesar. It's very meticulously written, methodical researched so much fun but he just put out a giant series um basically starting with the collapse the fall of rome 
and going through each person's story, how it relates. And it's going to be an expansive series. But what's really interesting is that all the little caveats and uh, different stories along the way, he's going to make just individual like 30-minute episodes for it's just a really unique way of exploring history through the medium of a podcast. Really love it. That's really dope. fascinating. Nice. And uh, so definitely check out Arjun. Anyway, and that concludes uh, the King shout out. Uh, King's Corner, if you will. King's, King's Corner, Corner. King's Corner, excuse me. Yeah. King's Corner shout out moment. You're a cobbled together shout You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, Liam? Harsh wind blows them down. <laughs> I was talking to Liam before the show and I was, I was expressing some of my anxiety over over donald trump and it's very similar this episode well yeah well it's very (laughs) it's very similar to like you remember when i had my breakdown uh back during covid and i I was like i was like there's nothing (laughs) we can't there's nothing to talk about it's It's all all covid to, to be fair you started spiraling in december I yeah, did. I, you yeah, spiraled yeah. early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I when when early. it first started popping up in China, you were like, this is it. This is the end. But yeah, I was like, I can't. There's nothing. I'm sorry. And, um, but yeah, I'm having this now. And I think it's just, it's a symptom of me being A, overdramatic and short sighted. Mm-hmm. But, and, and realizing that this will end. And it's the same now with Trump right before this election. It's like, it's just the Trump show all the time. Yeah. I, it, it, it gets to a point where I feel like it's wasted breath mm. talking about it. But at the same time, irresponsible not to yeah well yeah it's hard he is if 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 nothing else trump is impossible to ignore yeah i mean we talk about <laughs> we i feel like we did a really like we, we had a very determined and intentional avoidance of oh, trump yeah, yeah. on this podcast for, for a long for time. a long time and yeah. like because it's important to talk about the other things going on but also we're you know 30 days out from the election right now less than and it's just hard. It's not. It's hard to find other stories. You just scared the fuck out of me yeah. for a second. Like, like I hadn't really thought about how close it was. And my yeah. heart just was like, boom, boom. Yeah. I was like, oh no, thirty days. Brandon. People, uh, lots of votes have already been cast. Playboy, yeah. like yeah. it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a reality. And um, you know, we just don't, we don't want to incur panic. That mm-hmm. said, from Vanity Fair, quote: "This is spiraling out of control." <laughs> <laughs> Allies panic about Trump's hospital stay as White House deflects. Possibly the best transition of 2020, I think. It was good. Yeah, it if was I was going to, yeah. you know, not talk about the subject matter, but well, just talk about his transition into the article. Yeah. I mean, I had a few Big good, ups. I had a few Thanks. good transitions. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we had, you did some, you did a transition. Now, yeah, nobody that, can take that from no you. One can nobody take can, that no one can. No one can take no that. No one can Don't deny you that. Ever let anybody try and take that from you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Because <laughs> in a month, this might be all we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> William Reeds. Yeah, you effin' with some wet-ass P-word. P-word is female genitalia. Donald Trump spends his second night at Walter Reed Military Medical Center. This is obviously an old article. Uh, Yeah, he out now. He out now. He back out. The White House is scrambling to contain the biggest crisis of Trump's presidency 31 days until the election. Again, older information. On Saturday, the West Wing plunged into damage control mode after Trump's physician, Dr. Sean Conley, told reporters that Trump was diagnosed with COVID-19 on Wednesday, a day earlier than Trump previously disclosed. The new timeline meant that Trump would have been contagious when he debated Joe Biden on Tuesday and attended a fundraiser on Thursday with his uh, Bedminster Golf Club. I was like, Bedminster? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. The White House released follow-up statements saying Conley misspoke. 
but they did little to quell the chaos. The White House's shifting chronology and lack of transparency are being driven in part by Trump's desire to conceal the seriousness of his illness from the public. Three sources said Trump argued with his doctors on Friday after they told him he needed to be moved to Walter Reed. Quote, he didn't want to go to the hospital a month before the election, a Republican close to Trump told me. Not me, the person who wrote this article. Yeah. Two sources said doctors gave Trump an ultimatum. He could go to the hospital while he could still walk, or doctors would be forced to take him in a wheelchair or on a stretcher at a later point if his health deteriorated. Quote, they told him, you can go now or we're taking you later and it's non-negotiable, a second source close to the White House said. Trump waited to leave for the hospital until the stock market closed on Friday, a source said. And you know what? That's a true capitalist. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, of all the things. It did take like, a hit. <laughs> it took a hit. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I mean, uh, this also has spiraled into other things. Um, uh, Liam, the article you sent me was in connection to a uh, a meeting they had in the Rose Garden that yeah. they're not doing contact tracing on when yeah, it's like clearly the, the pretty much super spreader event. I mean, like it's not just Trump and Melania, like no, no. 18 people yeah that are that are white house officials or senators like mostly gop people and, and I think all, I all gop people except I say, for the reporters i don't even know if they've been reporting numbers on the staff of the white house which is also immense they're not yeah so i mean there's yeah. no there's no there's no telling how many staffers got the shit the cute little press secretary got it yeah she got it yeah she got it for sure and she got it and the day before had been holding a press briefing with mm -hmm. without a mask yeah and like but that was after she already knew she'd been exposed so yeah it's a it's a wild thing to watch all these people who like these super cronies that just all come from super places of privilege be like, mm -hmm. it can't affect me. It can't get to me because <clears throat> I am God. That's, so <laughs> that's like the really, that's like the really good parts I'm of rich like, white and in politics. It's, it's those are really <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, straight play. Well, I'm untouchable. Yeah. Those are really good parts. Like in zombie movies too. When you see like the zombies getting in to uh, like the rich neighborhoods and yeah. stuff, that's always my favorite yeah. where it's like, you can't escape. Your, mo your money can't protect you from nature. Yeah. yeah. Life finds a way. It's, you know, Jurassic Park might not have been. You're right. The quote, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, sledge let's sledgehammer that motherfucker in there. I fucking, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, um, this has just been wild to me yeah. to watch a guy who's clearly very sick yeah. pretend like he's not as, because his base is filled with people that don't <laughs> believe science and doctors and like think that the disease is made up or yeah. that praying will somehow protect you from it. Because it's, of him. Because of, and he's fed <laughs> into the nonsense. Yeah. So now he's trapped by his own nonsense. Yeah. It's, it is cosmically beautiful. Yeah. I will say that that it is a, a a ray of karmic deliverance in an otherwise barren world, like where he's <laughs> yeah. just been somebody being a piece of shit and nothing happening to him for a long time, and then now it's like, oh, you've uh, populated or propagated uh, fear and disinformation among your people to feed a growing base of conspiracy theory light uh, voters, and now your ass is suffering. And it's beautiful. And it also pushes him into a corner because if, if he, like, shows weakness, it, it just – he can't. Right. So, yeah. so, show so he could very well be just, like, incredibly ill. I mean, did and you see the, the video of him – Walking? Well, for when he was standing, when he was getting ready to leave the hospital, yeah, and he couldn't, he couldn't breathe really. He went, <gasps> yeah, it was yeah. really, it yeah. really gave me a lot of anxiety to just to try and like just to watch him try and breathe. Yeah, it was like clearly very strained for him. Yeah, he's on medication that the doctors are like, no, this is for serious uh, 
illness, like when the COVID is serious. Yeah, right? he's on strong steroids, yeah, and he's strong- on he's on an experimental injection treatment. Yeah, which is. And I think that anxiety comes along with like if it doesn't work this early into the treatment, then there's nothing left to throw at it. Yeah, it'll either yeah. get better or worse. Yeah, it's like we should really save this for if you need it. Yeah. Like and not just use it early. Like you can let this ride a few days, you know, kind of go through the course of the virus. Yeah. And he's like, No. It has he's been like he's like, I have to debate Joe Biden in three days. Get me get me better. There's absolutely no way that's like bring him out in a box. Like get me better. Yep. Like, oh, oh, he'll do something wild. He'll it would do- be wholly irresponsible of everybody on Joe Biden's campaign to put him in a room with anybody that is even like tangentially affiliated with the Trump pa- campaign right now. Trump was- is over is overweight and elderly. Like, yeah. I don't understand why he doesn't treat himself like treat this more seriously. Someone, He's seventy four and obese. Someone, yeah. someone was like, someone was like, Trump is a senior citizen, obese, and consists on a diet made of French fries and hamburgers. Yeah. And they were like, the only thing I can say is that he survives and beats COVID in three days. There is hope. Yeah. <laughs> it has been really just a treat to see him like boredom and jacked on steroids just tweet stream of consciousness tweeting out of walter reed there it's it's nuts have you seen it yeah (laughs) he's like i feel the best that i've felt in 20 years (laughs) he's like i feel i got covid and i feel great (laughs) he's not taking it seriously at all because he can't admit any weakness ever no yeah and to admit one little mistake in his mind would be to undo everything he has ever done or said about this virus so like he has to present like he's strong and like he's not sick and like <laughs> they look at the, the, the pictures and videos they show of him working he's just like literally signing his name in the middle of an empty sheet of paper <laughs> at a desk it's super sad but like <laughs> also really what he deserves it is <laughs> like i do not wish death upon him like, okay so let's go into that yeah, uh, a lot so, of people are yeah. are being are being over the top it's the it. same thing yeah. it's the same thing uh i'm starting to see the divide it reminds me a lot of the punch a nazi uh, thing yeah. yeah yeah where it was like should we well yeah. yeah we should and it's like well but should we and it's like and then someone's like what about the high road and someone's like fuck the high road fuck this motherfucker and it's like well mm. which way which way do you lean liam i think i definitely don't wish harm or death upon anybody mm-hmm. i think that it's important to maintain empathy for somebody who is a human even like despite how disgusting they they are and what yes. atrocities they have committed but also, I, I think that it's possible to not wish death upon somebody simultaneously while you also want to still hold them accountable. And like you can also recognize the cosmic irony of the situation that they're in. And honestly, it is incredibly surprising to me that this is like Trump just now got COVID. Yeah. You know, like he's it's he's been just really like from the get has been anti-mask like at the debates he was making fun of joe biden for how he wore a mask the biggest everywhere. mask you never seen a mask his like whole this. family it's sitting enormous. in the front row of this debate with no masks on like it's amazing to me that nobody in the white house had gotten it yet like or nobody close to trump had gotten gotten it and then infected him but then all of a sudden it's just spreading like wildfire because yeah. of how irresponsible they are yeah and yeah. he's being he's continued to be irresponsible he remember he had that photo op in the car uh, like a day or two after when he like got moved from one spot to another. Yeah. And he, everybody in that car, like the, the, the doctor I think was tweeting just like, everybody in that car has got to get tested. Yeah. They could be sick and they could die. And you don't know that. And you did that for a publicity stunt. And yeah. That, he's just been incredibly irresponsible. Well, it's because he doesn't look at people 
that are beneath him as people, even if they're like secret service agents who are they protecting said, his life. They said they'd die for me. We'll put it to the test. Uh, <laughs> I No, I don't wish death upon him. Um, so I mean, can we I just will, go? I, will I cry if something happened to him? No. Yeah, so, so 100%. I mean, real, realistically, to and keep I, it 100. I think to keep it 100 with you. To keep one, I think it can 50 be 50 plus 50 is 200 minus 100 is 100. 100. Keep it 100. I mean, I think really it can all be summed up in that it's childish, vindictive, and ridiculous to just like wish death on people. Yeah. Um, you know, with that being said, everyone gets what they deserve, but. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's an easy lesson. Whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether it's moral or not moral, there is just a thing as decorum, and True. there is and there is such a thing as just being polite and giving grace. And yeah. re- realistically, that's the most healthy way to live. Living in constant anger is just untenable. If Joe Biden had coronavirus, though, no doubt in my mind, Trump would be roasting him. I'm not maybe. saying yes, maybe. he would. Hundred, no, no, one, one yeah. hundred. I would put any, like, I would anything. You could bet me anything. And now put it up. He made fun of John McCain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, people forget so quickly because he was tortured in a POW camp. He made fun of a mentally or a physically handicapped man live on television for injuries that he sustained serving his country in the military. He has, he, he didn't want to. Put up, the, put the flag down to half mast when John McCain died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he actively tried to stop that, and like he was told no by members of yeah, the, by yeah, high yeah. ranking um, military individuals. They were like, "No, we will bring the flag down, and we will not listen to you." During his campaign, he made fun of Hillary Hillary Clinton for having pneumonia. He is yeah. the pettiest person on the planet. Yeah, he would one hundred percent. So you think he'd jump all over it? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He'd be like, weak Democrats can't take care of themselves. COVID's a Democrat problem. Like, he's still... He, mm. Especially considering how, like, coronavirus response is his biggest failing. Yes. And it's his weakest point campaign-wise. If Joe Biden got coronavirus, it would be fucking all he talked about. He would tweet about it for, like, a full day. He would skip six hours of, of watching Fox and Friends <laughs> to, to tweet about Joe Biden having coronavirus. Now, that's not to say that people who are just treating Trump the way that he would treat other people right. are right because no. you shouldn't aspire to go as low as him nope. because he is yeah. as low as you can go. Yeah. Don't become the thing you hate people, but you know? we can, you know, it's just a little, I would just, that's just a little ice cube, right. you know, to put, to put in your, your piping hot cup of tea, a little bloop. just, just a little temperature control <laughs> just to realize like if the tables were turned, oh, Trump yeah. would be acting right. A whole ass. Oh, it'd go. It'd go in any direction, and it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't even necessarily be reserved to uh, like Trump or uh, Biden. If like Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, oh, if Nancy Pelosi got it, woo. like it would just. It, it would just erupt back and forth, and back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. But um. The, so last question before we move on. There are um. There are some people saying that this is a conspiracy that Trump doesn't have COVID. Thoughts. Um. They're like. Like you just don't get COVID for the weekend, bro. Like, like Trump's just trying to like. He doesn't have COVID. He doesn't have it for the weekend. He's got it. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, that's what they're saying is that uh, like, basically, they think this is kind of a um, kind of a last ditch effort, like a sympathy gag that he really doesn't have COVID. Nah. I feel like it puts him in a really bad position. Yeah. I think he would much rather not have COVID. Yeah. I think right now his fans, because for his his fans, his base, it it remains (laughs) to be seen. Uh, One person made a compelling point. They were like, "Yeah, Trump gets COVID, beats it in three days with like." Uh, treatment from his doctors that the liberals don't want you to have. Uh-huh. 
I mean, well, he's I, not taking know, he's not taking hydroxychloroquine. No, he's not yeah. taking the medicine. Well, it was he, uh, that experimental drug, right? Did yeah. They, did they talk about what that was? Uh, yeah, I forget. The, from it, I forget it's like yeah, Regeneron or something like that. It's 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 not FDA approved. He had to get a compassionate um, deliver, like a compassionate delivery or whatever. Like the basically the CEO of the company that the pharmaceutical company that manufactures that drug had to like write a compassionate release to give him the doses that he needed to take. Yeah. So, but he also. I don't. I really don't think that this is a, a a conspiracy to somehow drum up sympathy because, I mean, the Trump campaign people and his his administration folks are very stupid and they do things on whims. But like, even for them, I think this would be it's too a little stupid. off message. Yeah, it would just yeah. and he so very clearly is is what the thing that they're very clearly covering up is one how sick he still is. And to how severe it was initially, if yeah. it, and if how it, long he had it. If it was a conspiracy theory, it would be it would be grounds for him to be uh, removed as president, though, right? Oh, for because sure. Because he would have then he would have had to have forced doctors to lie. Yeah. So because so many doctors have you know uh, like, nine, yeah, yeah, like yeah, oh, so many doctors, I'd be like, so you've all lost I mean, your medical life. You're talking like probably like 15 specialists. Uh, from yeah. Walter yeah. Reed. To to get me. If I'm a, a doctor and I've spent my whole life being a doctor and you're like, hey, you're going to lie. Um, and if this lie get, got out, you'd, you'd probably lose your license to practice medicine. I'd be like, I'm not going to do what you're asking me. Uh, to that's do. crazy because yeah. I'm on vacation it, for the next two weeks. It's wild how I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I'm not even going to be here. Well, like, and obviously these, if you watch the press conferences with the, the with Sean Conley and the doctors from Walter Reed, they're, they're so clearly not trained to lie <laughs> like you would think if they were going to be yeah. lying somebody would have just sat him down and try and prepped him a little bit because i think it was sean conley who was when he was talk answering questions about trump's condition he was like he was like oh yeah it's 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 certainly you know we we we, we didn't you know if, if i if i misconstrued anything or if, if i you know said anything that was incorrect i i, I definitely you know it, it definitely wasn't in, intentional and uh you know i, I definitely you know we, we we don't you know we, we certainly wouldn't be you know intentionally lying <laughs> it's like oh, that's not what you want to be saying like, and when they also when they were answering just like basic questions about how he was doing they were like um has the president's oxygen level dipped below 94. They're Has like, he had a Big Mac? They were like, it certainly hasn't dropped into the low 80s. And were, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the mini strokes all over yeah. again. It's just like, okay, so what are we saying? Yeah, what are we, getting are we here? saying? Are we saying? Did he get a quarter pounder? What has he eaten from McDonald's? <laughs> Does he regularly eat McDonald's? Fuck yeah. yeah all the oh time. yeah, Trump loves a good old number one with no pickle, no mustard, my guy. And, <laughs> like, and Diet yeah. Cokes. Woo! let's go damn i know he eats mm -hmm. like 50 dollar hamburgers yeah but but i mean when he's moving bro it's, a, it's mcdonald's mm, run through bro damn run um, through that's sad no it's like trump he, has motherfucking covid and he's not gonna beat it in three days he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna take the course of the two weeks i mean the doctors can't let him not you know i mean it's I don't think that illnesses affect you differently, no matter no matter how rich and powerful you may be. But yeah, I think we can put that conspiracy to rest. I know a lot of people were talking in this about instance, it. They do it with AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> we can put that conspiracy yeah. to rest. I, he's got it. I would. I do think it's fun though 
just to think about like if you were like a doctor crisis actor for like the conservative party yeah they have like a they have like a press conference and like i walk out <laughs> like i just walk out and like, just, hey i'm ron john and it just <laughs> says doctor slash doctor ron doctor, john Lee. Yeah, it's just like doctor slash historian and culture writer <laughs> like, like, slash gas station attendant slash <laughs> slash car victim it's so crazy how fucked up the like the White House's response to this is so crazy. Like they're not contact tracing. They're they're yeah. not. They they're intentionally not contact tra- contact tracing people from the event, the the Amy Coney Barrett nomination event. Oh yeah, where like all these people. Oh, have you seen the pictures from it? Where they literally they, they, got it. Like yeah. they either if and if they didn't get it there, they already had it and then like gave it to people. They were directly exposed. It's so crazy. Like yeah. they're they're just not. And all these people now in the press corps are coming down with COVID, and they're like, yeah, I heard about it on the fucking news, and now I have COVID. Tight. They didn't tell Joe Biden. They yeah. didn't even call the Biden campaign. They were like, <laughs> Joe Biden found out about it on the fucking news, and he was like, Trump was diagnosed quote unquote Thursday, but like, or like late Thursday, early Friday, but his own doctor scrubbed it and was just like, Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Thursday, Friday, whatever they said. Yeah. Whatever they said. I agree. <laughs> it's so fucking nuts. It's how yeah. much they've mismanaged. This. It's been, it's a great, a great show and, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. So the next thing we need to go into and it, I mean, it bears mentioning, of course, even though it feels like it was a lifetime ago, so last episode we recorded on Tuesday night, it was right before the debate. Yeah. And I, I feel like Trump, Trump's diagnosis of COVID particularly has like overshadowed in this media circle. Yeah. How fucking awful that debate was. And I, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think it still deserves some mentioning. Um, that's, I, w- I wanted to go ahead and uh, dive right into this. This is, um, this is actually a blog uh, from the Atlantic. It's what, are an you about, what are you about to do? Is he about to do a Blake read? No, no. It's, no I just, he's about to take it right on over. Do it. No, I was just saying, it's an, it's what a, did it happen? It's an opinion, it's an opinion piece. I'm showing who wants to hide now. Yeah. It's an opinion piece from the Atlantic, and it, it, it made some good points, and it brought up some things I want to talk about. With that being said, Liam, take us into it. From the Atlantic, a disgusting night for democracy. Donald Trump made it so, and Chris Wallace led him. Blake reads. Did you actually want me? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) I saw him who was the hide now. Hey there, you scurvy fuck. You better fucking learn how to read. Blessings to your mother. The 90s. It is hard. He got me, <laughs> the 90-minute spectacle tonight calls into question the value of having any, quote, debates of this sort ever again. No one knows more about public life than he or she did before this disaster began. Some people know less, and everyone feels and looks worse. <laughs> start, start with the supposed moderator, Chris Wallace. It became obvious five minutes in that Donald Trump's supposed, supposed, <laughs> supposed girlfriend. The Atlantic really takes liberties. Uh, oh, I mean, it's an opinion It's piece. an op-ed, yeah. It became obvious five minutes in that Donald Trump's strategy was to interrupt, yell, insult, and disrupt as often as he could. This is a strategy that can work only if no one gets in the way of it, and Chris Wallace just let it go on. Maybe Wallace was caught by surprise by Trump's, uh, oh, bellicosity. There you go. Yo, bellicosity. 
what does bellicosity mean, Liam? To be bellicose is to be like loud and argumentative. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, and primate dominance. Even so, two or three minutes of this should have been enough to adjust. He didn't adjust, and he let Trump roll all over him. Maybe the negotiated debate rules prevented Wallace from selectively cutting off the speaker's mics. Even so, there are ways for people supposedly in charge of an event to demonstrate that they are in fact in charge. Wallace made clear early on that he was not. The modern presidential debate was invented in 1960. We may have seen the end of its useful life this evening. Well, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um, but realistically, it was a complete shit show. It was a... Um, Chris Wallace was... Shouldn't have been there. Yeah, he was Just a, shouldn't have been there at what all. What do you call him? Like a uh, ineffectual... Limp dick, <laughs> a feet soft penis, penis. debutante. Yeah, a feet soft penis debutante. That's what he was. I mean, dude. At one point, Chris Wallace, like everyone's yelling, and Chris Wallace is yelling too. Yeah. And you really just at that point have to look around the room and like see CNN, fucking like U.S. White House, and and, and the cameras, and you have to think. Has everyone lost their fucking mind? Mm -hmm. yeah. Is is this real life? Am I taking crazy pills? That it's come to this yeah, is absolutely disgusting. I don't know. I think the most important thing was that I think that um, that Liam had some some comeuppance uh, in this one because it was a COVID was a topic of the debate. Yeah, yeah, and uh, for sure. I and mean, it also was a horrible shit show that Blake kind of alluded to. To it might be yeah i mean like when we Even, were we were both right because yeah. I, I, they, I don't think any of us knew yeah. what it what you i mean no one could know it would have been that bad well, yeah I, I was right in that definitely like joe biden would have been an absolute utter fool to not talk about coronavirus well, it was and, a topic and yeah, yeah and it was a topic and like chris wallace would have been an absolute utter failure more so than he, he already than was. He was for not bringing it up however blake was also very right in that it devolved into a, a tornado of fuckery, the likes of which the world has never seen. Yeah. And we'll laugh at for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I think this writer is actually onto something, and, and I think it's something that's, that is very uncomfortable and people don't even necessarily want to talk about. But what we're seeing is the, the de evolution of politics in America. Now, some people would make the argument that it's always been the case, and to a certain extent it has, but there has always been such a thing as decorum. Yeah. And even if it's just for the appearance of it, that's still enough. Because it's like, okay, so people get very politically divided, right? Yeah. And that's happened through all points in history. Political division in the United States is nothing new. It's it's nothing nuanced. Um it erupting to the point of violence is not new or nuanced. No, yeah, it's, it's, um, it happens. Uh, feeling like the, the the next presidential election is the like the the world hangs on the precipice of the next election. These are not new feelings. These are not new anxieties. It's our World Cup. Yes, it is our World Cup. The I think what is new is that for the first time, the leadership of the political parties, at least. I would say Trump more than Biden to a certain extent, but even as they represent themselves in these debates, it started in 2016. Yeah, with Hillary and Trump. Yes, yep. that's when it started. Started. Yeah. But now it's 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 evolved into it's a different in full, level. It's in it's yeah. in its full swing, and it's something new. Well, Trump yeah. is is reflective of his base. Like as his base grows more rabid and off the rails, so does he. He continues to play to them. Like yeah. he is. He's like oh. 
you know, we're even we're even uh, more childlike. We're even more afraid of science. We're even more against the liberals. Like he's it's it snowballed. And what you saw was Biden also get pulled down into the mud, which I I had months ago talked about thinking that that would have been a weapon of his to be like, oh yeah, he could throw a little sling, a little jab. High road him. Yeah. I well, I not high road him. I thought he could he could go low with him a little bit, yeah. and then you know get back to the points and and thrash him. Um, in this whole process, but I, I didn't know what it had gotten to. Like yeah. the fact that Trump was just willing to throw away any, uh, grace, civility, uh, rep, you know, any dignity, dignity, uh, just to, to just get up there and, and act like an, a kindergartner. Yeah. And that, cause he knows that there is no, there is no bottom floor. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that it was just like, it's just like, no, it does. I can't go low enough. Like I could just start saying the N word and it would be fine with my base. Or like, just at one point he essentially was just like, la, 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 yeah, la. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At one point he was asked directly if he condemned white supremacists. And then he talked about, he was like the proud boys, Stand back and stand by. I mean, yeah. I, I it was at the very end of the debate, but taking I'm like, authority of the Proud Boys. Like, taking, I was like, <laughs> he's like, I am the commander in chief yes. of the Proud Boys. I don't want to get into a discussion, I, uh, like about the nuances of the Proud Boys, but it just was such. It it, it really floored me, and I. I, w- I was also so disappointed in Joe in Joe Biden, but it's overshadowed by Trump. But I thought Joe Biden, I was like, this guy is not uh, sharp. He is not able to stay on topic. He's fumbling all his responses. Like he, I was like, any normal debater would have wrecked either one of them. Yeah. And as far as Chris Wallace, I'm a little confused at what the fuck he was supposed to do. Just, like I felt a little bad for him because it's like, do you tell the president of the United States to shut the fuck up? Yeah. I mean, what do you say? If you don't give them the power to shut up their microphone, because he, if he if he had that power, and he didn't use it. Okay, but yeah, like then he failed. That, but, re- that remains to be seen. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of conflicting um, reports on exactly the written and unwritten rules that Chris Wallace agreed to when taking the debate. I mean, the I, I don't know how anyone could imagine a presidential debate in 2020 with Donald Trump without the option of muting his microphone. That seems as though that would be like so. Hey. When Trump does Trump things, I can mute him, right? To let the other person yeah. have their time persuaded to the rules of the debate. Because that will come up, and that will be a thing. Even if once, which in this case, it was the entire fucking debate, but even once, yeah. it would happen. Yeah. And we need to know the procedure. This isn't my fucking high school debate team. Yeah. This is the debate between the president of the United States and the elected representative of the political party running against him. It's about as high stakes as it gets. I've seen more fucking law and order in fucking Jordan <laughs> Peterson. Model like UN. The, yeah, at the University of Toronto talking to fucking undergrads. I've seen more like decorum and structure and yeah. procedure. And he's got a chalkboard behind him and the shit's recorded on an iPhone. What the fuck happened? Yeah. I, like, I think it blew me away. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't believe it. At a certain point, I, I, I just watching both of them. I was I was like I could get up on that stage right now and behave ten times better than both of you. Yeah. I was like anyone I know, like sixteen year olds, could hop on that stage right now and show show you up to a degree that. And now let's circle back to my original point, which is this has always been the case with people, their political parties, their fervents, their passion, but moving into an election. It's always toned down by the political party leaders who go up on stage and voice the concerns of their constituents in as best of an articulate, structured, and meaningful way as they can because that decorum is symbolic that this is how this is done. 
This is how politics is conducted. It's not screaming. It's not yelling. It's not throwing tantrums. It's not, it's not pure emotion. It's not interrupting someone it's constantly. Not, exactly. Yeah. It's cogent discussion, sober cogent discussion. And the most meaningful stage that that was going to happen in for mm-hmm. America, we see what we got. Well, honest to God, I mean, like, I agree with you, Tarver, that, that Joe Biden never really, he never caught a flow. There was, like, no. maybe one minute where he was talking about his son, Bo. Yeah, yeah. We where had some, he had some. He, he had, like, it's because he's, like, I mean, say what you will about Joe Biden. He is a very, he's had a lot of real tragedy in his life. Yeah. And as a result, I think he is a very empathetic person. But, like, when he got to talk, like, I, I, I understand not catching a flow and not being like not doing a great job executing to begin with. But at a certain point, if I've been having my two and two minute increment to speak interrupted at every turn, every time I've tried to speak for, you know, hedging on an hour, hour and a half, whenever he said it, I'm going to start calling you a clown too. Like I'm going to, I might tell you to shut the hell up because it's just so fucking frustrating. And because like the, it doesn't matter. Trump doesn't have to. He's he's at an advantage in that he doesn't have to present any policy to win over the people right. who are well, going right. to vote for him. Well, he's also he's also at an advantage because he's literally destroying the rules of the engagement yeah. of the debate. Yeah, and he's not being. He has no consequences yeah. for it. Right. I was going to say, um, we did uh, we did a oratorical debate at the University of Georgia. Bro, you speak out of turn once, you're done. Yeah, it's over. You either get points deducted to such a degree that you will come in second, yeah. no matter what, or you're outright disqualified. Yeah, I, like, would that have been an option? You think to just been like, Miss Trump, you must leave. Like, and they just like you have to it, leave the stage, and it, it just gets to Joe Biden, just gets to answer the questions to, from now on. To be honest with you, to a certain extent, if we are going to say that this was a debate and that this wasn't two fucking idiots yelling at each other, if we, if we have the 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 dignity in ourselves to say this was a debate, they were supposed to engage in a debate, then yes, Donald Trump should have been disqualified, and Joe Biden should have been announced the default winner of the debate, even if fucking fifteen words were said. Yeah, yeah, I think that that should be what they do because that will enrage him. Yeah. He's called yeah. the loser. But I mean, there there should be so funny. There are rules in bowling, <laughs> <Yes>. Donnie. <laughs> this isn't Vietnam, Donnie. Well, there are rules. Also, just the 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 real true advantage that Donald Trump has over Joe Biden is that there are very few, but still some undecided voters. Yeah. Like yeah. probably fewer in this election than in the most of the elections of the presidential elections that have occurred while we've been alive at the very least. So they're, they're really competing for not very many votes, but they are still very important votes. And I would say that if you are an undecided voter right now and you live with, you know, some news or some like some window into the outside world of what's been going on in America, especially since coronavirus started, if you are undecided, it's because you don't know very much about Joe Biden. Yeah. Because, like, if you're not already going to vote for Trump as is, then you probably already know that Donald Trump is an asshole. But yeah. you, the reason that you may not be decided is because you don't know what the fuck Joe Biden has to offer that's different or better than Trump. So when you can sit there and any time your opponent gets into a talking point that you don't like or into a talking point where he gets to make 
a point at all. And you can just, just shank him, just yeah. railroad him into having to respond to you personally rather than tell people what he's about, then that's a win. Or even just get him off track. I mean, there were so many instances where Joe Biden would get on a roll. Donald Trump would say three words. He'd be like, not if I can. Not if that's not what he said. This, he was dishonorably discharged. Yeah. And, and he would just, he would throw a quip in there and it would knock Joe he Biden. Talk shit about his son. Like, it, I, I was like, you're really a piece of shit. Just yeah. not, it would you just, really are a piece of shit. He was like, my son, he's like, I'm proud of my son. He overcame a drug addiction. I'm yeah. proud of him. I was like, you just got slammed. He did get slammed on that one. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you just got slammed. I was like, you look like a real dirtbag piece of shit. Yeah. Well, and when he talked about Bo, who died. Yeah. Of brain cancer and also like served in the military, had multiple service medals. Like Trump's response is to say, oh, I, don't, I don't know, Bo. I know Hunter. I know Hunter. It's just like, you don't know about my kid. It shouldn't have even that died up. at 46 yeah. of brain cancer. It nobody, nobody even, in your camp. How did you know it even about get him? brought up, man? Like, like how can even something like that get brought up? Like it's because he just starts, he just starts throwing shit out at yeah. Joe Biden. And like to hurl insults at him, and then if Joe ever bit on one, ever responded, which he did way too much. I that's what I said. Like yeah. I think a good debater, like a Kamala Harris, like she could have gone out there and fucked him up. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that Trump would have gotten fucked up because the only thing the thing to do would just been it is what I am describing is a Herculean task though to not respond to someone who is like an annoying mosquito in your ear, yeah, buzzing and stinging you, and you're trying to talk. Yeah, like it's tough. Constant bait. It's con yeah. He was just constant because he can't. He can't. I always. Say, I was saying this during the debate. He can't swim out in the deep water. If you take Trump out in the deep water and you start talking to me like, okay, you want to talk about insurance? Let's talk about health insurance. He'll Let's drown. actually talk about it. He would. He would. He would have nothing to talk about. He would have soundbite, soundbite, soundbite. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's actually talk about the way it's enacted, the way, um, you know, the the pros and cons of the Affordable Health Care Act, like the things that we need to do to move forward and let's talk about solutions or something like that, he wouldn't have anything to do. If you yeah. talked about the economy for real, he wouldn't know how to talk about it. If you talked about coronavirus for real, he couldn't talk about it. This this uh, brings me back to... Because he's stupid as fuck. Everyone yeah. always forgets <laughs> yeah. that Donald Trump is fucking stupid. Well, and it's, on why a, like, he, it's why he never does town halls. Yeah. yeah. If he sits there and tries to take absorb information and then spit it back out, he jumbles he it all the fuck up. Well, he can't absorb information fast enough. Because no. he's not a smart man. No. And I'm like, this motherfucker, if you just... Keep to the fucking policy. You could have fucked him up, but yeah. But the thing is, he can't stick to the policy because every time you get um fifteen percent in the way into describing the policy, Trump's talking over you. Yeah. No one's stopping him. You're being thrown off your train of thought, and that's and, and even to a certain extent, I think Trump would have beat will, will not beat, but Trump would have done the same thing to Kamala Harris, and it would have turned into a shit show also, simply because the format isn't conducive to debate. Right. So so uh, what you get is Trump will force you into a shouting match with him. Yeah, you're right, and then, and then there is no winning. But there's no, and he wins. I won because if you swirl in chaos with the with the chaos demon, yeah, yeah. you lose every time because he yeah. is a creature of chaos. Yeah, yeah. But that's why he never does town halls. No. He only does rallies where he talks nonstop to a ravenous base. No one can and ask him if yeah. he does a town hall where there are people there who like citizens who may disagree with them because in that in that scenario. It doesn't work. His chaos demon energy does not work because the, his base will applaud anything he does to own the Dems. Like yeah. he'll do anything. Any he can. There's, there's there's no floor for him when he's across the stage from Joe Biden. But when he's answering a legitimate question from a voter, then 
he can't just insult and belittle and just get on his crazy train of like ad hominem attacks. Well, he would promise them the world. He that's promise, his solution. Well, and that's what he did with that town hall where the woman who had a pre-existing like a, a lifelong degenerative disease asked him a question about healthcare. He was just like, "I hope you're taken seriously. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get you taken care of. We're gonna make sure my plan's gonna take care of you." My plan, but it was just all platitudes. Like, it, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. nothing of substance. So, like, when a, a citizen takes him out into that deep water, it's when he really gets in trouble. But you'll never see it happen because when you have this format, it's just anything he can do to own Joe Biden. It's just like he's like poking you like while you're yeah. talking about He's like, hey, come on, here. You get so, you're bad, you bad. And eventually you're just like, get the fuck off me. And he's like, oh, look at this motherfucker. He's getting mad at fuck. Like, yeah. My exa- what's it called? Walrusing? Yeah. No, sea lining. Sea lining. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I mean, and that's Blake BB Dub. <laughs> I never uh, lose. I never lose. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Blake can't even say it. <laughs> we'll change it to Sorry. walrusing just for no, you. Yeah, to walrusing. Uh, <laughs> we, we had the. We had I just a, imagined you as a walrus, like <laughs> hopping down the, the road. You'd be like, hey, it was all out of horses. <laughs> 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 the horses had, are massive. Yeah, they are. We had polar bears can't even fucking pierce their skin. Yeah, when they try to grab them, I saw a video of a polar bear trying to stop a walrus trying to get in the ocean. And that walrus like, get the fuck off them! <laughs> like, just <laughs> they're so big. They're just big floppy rocks. Yeah, hell yeah. But uh, yeah, we young floppy rock is also yeah, my, new, actually, my new MCA. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Debuting on the next young mix, floppy mix rock mixtape. Yeah, co- collabing with the Mothman. Yeah. You know, we we in the studio. You know. So, Collaborating with the collaborating with Mothman, collaborating with old uh, Slippery Gravel. <laughs> a new mixtape coming out, you know, December twenty twenty. Call, put that light out. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were you trying to talk about? Oh, I was just gonna say we had a we had a. <laughs> it was a fun thought experiment with Blake BBW when I was I was telling Tarver I was like if we have to do this as a sketch we have to actually go it be in the backdrop of a real rally yeah it's because, an unfilmable sketch because we can't you can't stage a rally like at least not with our budget no so I was like we got to go to one Tarver was like well that's gonna be wild he was like yeah. because he <laughs> was like he's like uh, <laughs> people holding big cameras at these rallies sometimes aren't doing so hot yeah they'll punch your camera and you. And then and I was, I'm, I'm not going to risk. And then I was like, the cameras, I was so. like, don't no. worry, Tarver, I got an ace in the hole. And he was like, what, a gun? And I was like, <laughs> Get out of my head, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so then I, so then I imagined a situation where I was like talking to this guy and walrusing him, yeah. and he gets like riled up and like punches Tarver's uh, camera, and then like tries to attack Tarver, and I like pull out my gun and just shoot him once. Just and, I, I, in my like, head, he just shot him like four times. Like yeah, yeah. Pop, 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 pop. And I was like, no, that's not how it would go. I'd like wing him. And then like as soon as like I wing him, he like turns and looks at me dramatically because I just shot him. And he like he goes down and then I as he's falling, I like catch him and gently lay him down. And then I like whip out my belt and like apply pressure. And I'm like, medic. And like like the 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 medical personnel run over and uh and he looks up at me and he says, I don't want to die. And that's when I look down at him and my hand covered in his blood. I put my hand on his cheek, leaving a blood print on his face, and I say, You look you're, up. You're gonna live. You're going to be fine. And then that's when I look over to my left and the camera's there and I say, 
I never lose. <laughs> like BBW. You're like, also, this was for this was for a comedy uh, sketch. Blind <laughs> gnome. Like and subscribe. Pa- uh, Patreon.com slash tab snaps. Also, look right there. Camera. Yep. You're being filled. You're being yeah, 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 yeah. like, he's like, he's like, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're being sh- you're, you shouldn't talk. You're being filmed though, for real. <laughs> like, this is gonna be great, dude. We're, we're I never lose. lose. <laughs> I never lose, dude. You know lose. what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, I yeah, the I'm great, definitely not going to an actual rally. Yeah, the great <laughs> shooting a rally goer sketch. Very, uh, very, mm-hmm. very, very. Because I could run. It's, it's on the pulse. Is what yeah. you know. It's on the pulse. It'd go yeah. over great. I'm sure. Because <laughs> just like, I I would fuck somebody up if they hit my camera. And yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. I'm putting myself into a situation where I could get into a physical altercation. Knowingly and for no reason, and it's just a stupid decision. And we're not going to be a Kyle Rittenhouse about it, are we? Hey, hey, hey. No, uh, I'm not going to sh- go around shooting people. But yeah. I, well, no, what it, I meant but, is yeah. putting yourself in a situation where obviously oh, yeah. things can go bad. Yeah, yeah. and also yeah. none of us not are, with a gun. I won't. Yeah. I won't go into a situation where I'm like, this could uh, well, you, result in altercation. You wouldn't even yeah. do it with a camera. No, like, I mean that's how no. yeah. that's how responsible you are. Also, like, none of us are like radicalized murderers. Right. I don't want to yeah. kill anybody. Yeah. Or, like, I'm not all, like, I'm an enforcer of the law. I don't want to kill anyone any, either. No. I just want the judicial system to be more giving with, mm. the, with the death penalty. That's oh. that's completely different. Okay. Yeah. With the, anyway. He slips it in every time. Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's always trying to slip in, like, political executions and just um, easing the restrictions on the death penalty. It's just too... Yeah, two big big things. Got to chip away at that foundation. At that yeah. point, I'm just glad he's just he's. We're off him being a little written house. I really was not comfortable. <laughs> I with used that to call subject matter. I, used, I call him little little Ritz. Oh my god! This, wow. this, this is little Ritz over here. Putting wow. on the Ritz. <laughs> Speaking of putting on the Ritz, Liam from NPR. Trump halts coronavirus relief talks until after the election. Now this is putting on the Ritz because he's like, hey, yeah, nothing. Reelect me. We'll re- <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like you reelect me. We'll keep talking about right. it. Oh, but, you, uh, yeah. You want some? Uh, you want some money? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about it. November fourth. Better vote. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm off the clock. So better not make me a lame duck. Lame duck can't do too much. <laughs> Liam reads. I ain't gonna walk again. Not even on crutches. President, President Trump says he has ordered his representatives to stop talks with Democrats on a new round of COVID-19 aid until after the election. That's my, that's my boy! Yeah. <laughs> and a series that's of, my president! In a series of tweets, Trump said he has rejected Democrats' latest proposal for a $2.2 trillion stimulus bill because House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, quote, is, is, a bitch. is not negotiating <laughs> in good faith. Because she didn't share her toys with me. <laughs> Lawmakers had hoped to approve some stimulus measures before the election amid That'd a recent nice. deadline. Or excuse me, amid a recent decline in job growth and fears that the economy could worsen without speedy intervention from Congress. Instead, the president said any vote on legislation would wait until after the election. Deputy Press Secretary Brian Morgenstern told NPR's All All Things Considered that there, quote, hadn't been good faith negotiations on the side of the Democrats for quite a long time. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who had just took a break from from harvesting the life... (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, dude. Just taking a break. I, I was like, I, I was like, I was like, who at NPR wrote who had just took a break? And then I was like, oh, this is a little uh, Blakey joke. Told read it though. Read it though. Read it though. Senate, <laughs> Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who had just taken a break from harvesting life force of innocent souls, told reporters Tuesday he supports Trump's decision. "Quote: Well, I think his view was that they were not going to produce a result, and we needed to concentrate on what's achievable." He said. Nancy Pelosi, who was taking a break from being outsmarted by her hairdresser, <laughs> accused Trump of abandoning first responders, teachers, children, and people who have lost their jobs due to coronavirus. And then on and on and on. Everyone and all along. Yeah. But, uh, what a fucking sack of shit. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's really, I'm trying not to think that it's as obviously pathetic as it seems, but it does really feel like Trump is trying to blackmail the country into voting for oh, him yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Didn't He's already done that, though. Like, he's already tried to black... I forgot which one... Where he was like, oh, I mean, oh, well, he's, he's doing it with the pla- the platinum plan. The platinum plan. Um, well, well, I was gonna say, but this is like a direct, well, even like bribe. withholding well, money. Yeah, the the platinum plan is more of like a like, hey, I'm not so bad. This is more of like, you better vote for me if you want your checks. Yeah, you want your next Trump checks. And uh, I mean, you you don't have uh, you don't have to look that far back. I mean, remember when he was um, withholding payment to federal employees? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a whole just what. Well, and withholding aid to states specifically because they were blue. Yeah. Like any state that was being affected yeah. by coronavirus that had a Democratic governor that disagreed with him on anything, he was just like, ah, oh, be a shame if something happened to your I, uh, aid. I, I want to say some of that got caught up with um, some of the chest beating on sanctuary cities. Uh, if I recall in California, there was coronavirus aid. Uh, yeah. They, they, uh, anytime they get a chance, they do that. I, yeah. I believe it was like, it was like being withheld from like two particular cities where the mayor had said that, you know, we're a haven or, you know, we're a safe haven for yeah. um, illegal uh, immigrants. And he was like, well, you don't get relief then. So mm-hmm. no, this is just, I mean, but to, the, to the detriment of all to, the citizens to think that people right. can't see that, he literally just left the hospital where he was being given free health care, the best health care that in is the, available in the, in the world, I'm sure. From a team of doctors, which included the chief of medicine of the hospital. Not only given like steroids that are usually reserved for somebody who has already had a drastic decline in health before, like as a preventative measure, but also had the CEO of a pharmaceutical company sign off on an experimental drug. That is not FDA approved to be administered to him to make sure that he got literally the best care that was available to him. But he's just a and, salt of the earth. And you know, downplaying, <laughs> all the while downplaying still the virus, saying like, I feel the best I felt in 20 years. Let me go on a, co- on a car ride with some secret service agents and just completely endanger them erroneously. Like there's no reason that should have happened. To then come out and say, hey, Everybody who is actually being negatively affected by this virus right now, eat shit. Eat shit. Like, eat shit. I do what I want. I don't give a fuck about you. And, like, if you think that you might get another stimulus check, if that $1,200 hasn't held you over since April, then maybe you ought to consider voting red come November. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, what an amazingly shitty thing. Yeah. He he just never ceases though to amaze. It's right? crazy. And then he's like, and he's like, what we need to focus on right now is definitely getting. Oh, yeah, we need to get that uh, Supreme Court justice. Yeah, we need a, what's a, it's like, what the fuck up. is so pressing that we need that? How about we need relief for people that are suffering? You piece of shit, man. He is. I try. I am trying to elevate my insults to be more above the belt. But like Trump has a little dick energy. Yeah. Like like LDE. I've never like I've never mm-hmm. seen before. Mm-hmm. 
in my whole life. Yep. Like the way he acts, it's just like you go over to somebody's house and you're like meeting him at a video game. And they're like, well, you fuck, fuck you, fuck you, video game. And they like <laughs> hit you in the head with a controller and they're yeah. like, they're like, no, oh, you can't have none of my jukebox. No, the, like, the littlest dick energy is when they unplug your controller. That's, yes. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a sign of defeat. That's what Trump is yeah. doing. He's just like, if you want the controller, you go to play a game again, you got to let me win. He's trying to take his ball and go home. Yes, he yeah. is trying to take his ball and it is so lame. Talk to you after the election. I mean, it's nothing new for him. Maybe. This is This is a very standard run-of-the-mill yeah. Trump move. Though. Classic. Like this yeah. is a classic Trump. <laughs> this is a classic Trump move. You know, and he's he's doing he's out there swinging for the fences, man. Yeah, man. Eating shit. Speaking Don't of somebody man. that eats shit. <laughs> <laughs> Number one transition of 2020 from BBC. <laughs> Antivirus creator John McAfee arrested over tax evasion charges. <laughs> there we go. God damn. <laughs> Two Two shooting stars in one episode. My God. Bless you. Well, I was trying to think of a way. Bless you. It was, like, it was forming in my mind. I was like, he does eat shit. Who else eats shit? I was like, oh, oh, oh. It's Harvest. like, thank you for listening to KBBM Radio. I will be with you all night. He took that moment and he, he just, just had the smooth sounds of the PM. He was just like, I can shine. <laughs> It's my duty to shine. I must shine. Liam Reeds. I'm showing who wants to hide now. Pimp, nasty, funky pimp, and stinking ticket. Prosecutors say he failed to file tax returns for four years, despite earning millions from consulting work, speaking engagement, cryptocurrencies, and selling the rights to his life story. None of the outcome is connected with the software firm which bears his name. Mr. McAfee has not publicly commented on the charges. If, convict if convicted, he could face up to 30 years in prison. Damn! In a statement, the U.S. Justice Department said, Mr. McAfee allegedly evaded tax liability for having his income paid into bank accounts and cryptocurrency exchange accounts in the names of nominees. As a result, it is alleged he failed to file any tax returns from 2014 to 2018. He is also accused of concealing assets, including a yacht and real estate property in, names of, in the names of others. Mr. McAfee has previously expressed his disdain for taxes, tweeting last year that he didn't, hadn't filed tax returns for eight years because, quote, taxation is illegal. And as we all know, if you disagree with a law, you do not have to follow it. That's right. The charges were announced shortly after the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, revealed that it had brought civil charges against Mr. McAfee. The government regulator alleges that Mr. McAfee made over $23 million by, quote, leveraging his fame and recommending seven cryptocurrency offerings between 2017 and 2018, which allegedly turned out to be, quote, essentially worthless without oh. disclosing that he was paid to do so. So, uh, shall it coin? <laughs> shall it coin? There uh, it is. So, uh, the, if you go into the specific um, laws that he broke, they're actually new. And it's really interesting. And they were actually, you could almost call these um, the John McAfee laws yeah. if you wanted to. They, they were just like, we don't get you. Basically, yeah. basically what you have is something called an ICO. An ICO is called an initial coin offering. There are also ISOs, which are initial stock offerings. Yeah. These are very delicate processes that have to follow very strict guidelines when basically drumming up support for it as an investment opportunity into XYZ commodity, be it yeah. a stock or a cryptocurrency, which for the intents of this discussion are the same thing. So what was happening is that these initial coin offerings, these basically stock options that were being put out early to the public, which lets you get in first on it, were um, he was getting paid by these companies to, to lean on them, to shill, to lean on offerings, yeah, to put his foot to just get on Twitter and be like, hey, man. 
I heard Dust Bunny coins about to fucking pop. Yeah, I heard we're going yeah. to the moon. I heard we're going straight to the fucking moon. And uh, yeah, and then people, he would buy a bunch of it. It would fucking go way up. Yeah. He'd cash it out and he'd move on. Get on and, Yeet Coin. Mm. Yeet Coin is apparently uh, popping off in RuneScape these days or something. There you go. So with the, this is actually Shout a Shout out to Willie D. Shout out to Willie D. This is actually a very <laughs> common thing. Since 83. <laughs> this is actually a very common thing that happens in the world of crypto, but people have gotten smart to it. However, laws need to be in place. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do this in the stock world, you are so fucking done. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's unbelievable. 30 years in prison. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. 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 When you do shit like this, it's essentially insider trading. Yes, it is insider trading, and it, yeah. but more importantly, it's insider trading um, being ushered in by the company giving the proposal or putting out the option. Yeah, it's as nefarious as it can possibly be. It's why stocks don't have celebrity spokespeople. Yes, like it's, it's, Matthew McConaughey yeah. is. He's pushing Lincoln's. He's not pushing fucking Apple. Yeah. Like stock. Yeah. He's, yeah. Not, he's not pushing fucking, he's not repping for the Dow in general. Yeah. Like he's it's, out here in a suit saying, all right, all right, all right. While he's drinking his, uh, drinking his little mojito in a Lincoln. Yeah. Outside of his while pool. he's drunk driving. Yeah. Yeah. He is a drunk driver. You know, doing it big, doing I mean, it as big as possible. I feel like Matthew McConaughey is the kind of dude that like pulls up in like a nice, like kind of modest, like pickup truck and then like hops out and then just already has a can of beer. I don't actually know if he's a drunk driver. We speculate. Yeah, we're speculating. Matthew McConaughey, if you're but listening. But John McAfee. We as guesstimate. We as <laughs> shrimps usually do. He, uh, John McAfee, the man that couldn't get taken down by E. coli. <laughs> the man that lived in international waters. <laughs> the man that has made some antivirus software that has plagued Windows users for Forever. De- for a decade now or longer decades. Mm-hmm. The blight of McAfee yeah. goes so back. He finally yeah. got got just like Capone, baby. Mm-hmm. They gonna get you. The IRS don't motherfucking play. They're like no, they don't. you out here you out here in these streets mm-hmm. dragging our name through mm-hmm. the mud, hollering like we ain't gonna get you. <laughs> he's talking yeah. all that mess. Yeah, he's all reckless. Oh, you don't oh taxes are illegal. What do you think's gonna save you? Said. A boat? Huh? You think a boat's gonna save you? Huh? IRS will get that money. Yeah, bro. <laughs> just know that they will get that. Like, money. You got to make They're landfall like, at some point. It's like it's like you're not old... rich enough. He's not rich enough. He not he wasn't he wasn't Trump rich. It was like when the British had the tax lawyers. Like, yeah, you're right. It was like when the British. <laughs> well, he just chose outright not to pay them. Right. Yeah. He was just, <laughs> he was just like, this is wrong. I don't like it, so I'm not going to fucking do it. You know, it's going to be crazy. Like, uh, okay. Well, when they start confiscating his crypto. That's when it's going to get yeah. really weird because the laws on that aren't solid either. Mm-hmm. Depending on like writing new laws, yeah, like depending on which jurisdiction. Same thing happened when um, the CIA uh, got uh, Dread Pirate Roberts from the Pirate Bay. Yeah, and they uh, mm-hmm. confiscated one of his computers. On this computer was some oh I don't know three hundred and sixty million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Chilling. Jesus, and they were like, "Hey, oops, what's the precedent?" On yeah. this, and they're like, there isn't one. <laughs> they're they're like, like, okay, hey, so it's ours. Hey, That's baby. what's up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The CIA got a three hundred sixty million dollar cash infusion. Yep, Damn. off of one arrest. Yep. That's theirs. That's their money. He must have never known they were coming then, because there's just no way I would. Also, I just want to paint this. Pic- I want to. I want to paint this picture for you. <laughs> okay, be me. Be an FBI uh, specialist, consultant, analytics, whatever, 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 investigator. Be me. I'm in Dread Pirate's apartment. I pull up this laptop. I open it. There's a wallet in there that's open. Now, everyone else here is too fucking dumb or old to know what I'm looking at. But what I am looking at is a cold storage wallet that has $360 million worth of assorted Bitcoin in it. 
Yeah, you steal it. I know the address to my wallet. It's a 12-digit encrypted number, series of numbers. I know it in my head. This laptop is hooked up to the internet. You just all transfer I, that shit? All I have to do is type 12 numbers, and this will disappear. How much do you think they really found? <laughs> three, they said they got $360 million. This is the guy that owned and operated the Pirate Bay yeah. since its inception. That seems a little low to me. It seems like there could be a little bit more money out there. I just think it's really He might have grabbed, weird. somebody might have grabbed like five mil. Uh, well, like, quit, like, you know. Quit, like, yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, it's just tucking a little behind my ear. That's and, all I did. And the, 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 the way, like everything I read about it, the way it was described, is like this shit wasn't hard. It was a cold storage wallet on a laptop. And it was like, wasn't password protected, wasn't encrypted. It was just there. And, wow. and they were like, it's ours now. And I was like, but, you know, who saw it first? Yeah. I mean, quick. Uh, he's, yeah. Like, quick he's just like, for your boy. and he was like, yo, I found something. He's yeah. like, I found $355 million in this wallet. That's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> no, he's, he's, like, like, he's, like, he's like, hey, I found $30 million in yeah, this wallet. Right. <laughs> he's like, I found 300, 300, 300, 300, 300 million in this in this in this. This Bitcoin wallet. And, and uh, also, I will be leaving in two weeks. And someone like walks over. <laughs> he's like, also, I'm putting also, I've decided weeks. that this case, you know, really kind of broke me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I just want to move on. I'm going to need a little bit of time to research uh, countries that own extradite. Yep. Yep. And uh, I'm going to be taking some time in uh, Ibiza. Yeah. Didn't they get the dude that did the Silk Road in uh, South Korea? Oh. Where'd they get him? I thought, I thought they like straight. They like they got him, got they him. like got him, got him, like busted into his fucking apartment and yeah. grabbed his ass. Yeah, um, I forget that guy's name. They 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 uh, chowed him and from the Dark Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, that's what they did. To him. <laughs> but but it, fucking that shit was wild. Yeah, it was. But uh, pray to me. But anyway, I mean, uh, in all seriousness, if cryptocurrency ever has, you remember? I kind of. If cryptocurrency ever has the aspiration to be considered legitimate shit like this has to happen you can't use cryptocurrency as a way to launder money like that's old hat <laughs> you've got to be able to get arrested for it you got to be able to get arrested <laughs> for it um like crypto is a taxable asset fucking get over it nerds i'm so sorry like i didn't want it i didn't fucking want it but crypto is a taxable asset just like gold just like silver just like anything else but but but, but my freedom but, but 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 no that's fine you can still send your fucking 20 dollars worth of bitcoin and get that weird like titty feet video that you want okay that's no one's <laughs> business yeah. the thing is that's a taxable asset homie not the titty feet video i'm Yo, talking about this the girl money. i heard she had titty feet yeah she got titty feet. I, she got them old big areola toes <laughs> i, was like, I like them pepperoni you toes. can only get it from this one website and you got to pay him what is a titty foot I'm not, or just like tits and, and feet. feet okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i was yeah. like because i was imagining titty a feet. foot that was like a tit yeah like the nipples were the toes areolas uh, like dots you ever had like, dots the candy, yeah, and they look like dots. <laughs> they, look, I like them little candy dot toes you got, girl. <laughs> the uh, suck on them t- titty toes, titty feet. Please don't bother, bother me. me. <laughs> 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 John McAfee 
really do be eating shit. He's a clown. He really does. That's a real thing. And in though. prison, he can eat it all okay, he motherfucking yeah, wants. Or, and all he doesn't want. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, you going to eat my shit. <laughs> 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 like, like, oh, you too good to eat my shit? Like, they get offended. They're like, oh, so you'll eat some Filipino women's shit under a hammock. But, like, I got to take a shit. You ain't going to eat it. He just walks into his cell first day, and a guy's got a sheet tied up on either side of the room with, with a, a big hole in the middle. He's like, come on, buddy. Give yourself right at home. Just Mr. McAfee, we've been expecting right you. Now. I read about you, John. <laughs> I read about you, John. Oh, fuck. Golly. What a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, I don't man. give a fuck about him. He's a clown. He's just like, <laughs> good. Well, this has been Tap Snaps. I'm your motherfucking host, <laughs> Blake Weatherly. Join me every week, Bob. Liam. Same place I always been. Right here. Right same. here in your head, baby. Right. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. What you see when you're gone sleep? You see me sitting there at the edge of the bed. Looking at you. Being in your eyeball. What you think happens when we die? <laughs> <laughs> if you could have seen the pain and anger in Tarver's face. I'm telling you what to hide now. All right, take us out, Liam. Thank you for listening. Love you, mean it. My name, Liam.